Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and it's my pleasure to serve today as your host. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve. And with this podcast, we'd like for you to gain knowledge about current events in banking. We'd like to answer some of your most common financial questions, and we'd like to connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you miss an episode, you can access those episodes from our archive library available on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. It's my pleasure to have with us today, Adam Scholl. Adam Scholl is a Senior Vice President of Credit Operations with Biltwell Bank. Welcome, Adam. Hey, thanks, Don. Thank you for having me. So we want to talk about using credit wisely today. And with your experience in credit, you've been in the credit world for how long? Oh, gosh, for a long time. I was in public accounting for four or five years prior to banking and then moved over to banking and have been in banking uh, close to 15 years now. Right. So great. Yeah, long time. And I know in your role now, you have underwriters that work with you as well as the operational side of our loans. And so let's just take some time to talk through that. Um, maybe just a very basic question. What is a loan? Right. Well, that, you know, it sounds very fundamental, but it's all oftentimes great to start with the fundamentals. So a loan is when you use borrowed money today that doesn't belong to you to pay for something, a large purchase that you pay back over some period of time. And then the cost for that is interest. So when you take a loan out, let's say to buy a car, for example, you, know, you typically will do that for 60 months or longer, depending on the you know age of the car and time of the loan, things like that. So every month you'll pay a portion of that loan back. That's called the principal plus the charge for the bank, which is the interest piece. And all of that becomes your payment. And that's okay. what a loan is. Okay, great. So um, when we look at borrowing money, is the, is the, when should I borrow money? Is there a good time? Is there a bad time? Yeah, so, so that's a great question. And I tend to break that question into two pieces. Okay. If you're a consumer, you know, the, the you and I, we're buying a home, we're buying a car, financing a big trip, whatever that may be. The way I look at that, and this, this sounds a little odd coming from a numbers guy, <laughs> but is that a blessing? Is that loan or is that purchase going to be a blessing to you? And I, the best example I can think of, again, because I'm a guy, is, is a, as a young guy, you get out on your own and you get your first real job and you start getting a paycheck. And what do you want to do? <laughs> you want to go buy a cool car, mm -hmm, right? right? So you want to go buy that you know, new Mustang or a big truck or something like that. Well, that payment today is significant. And you, know, you think, well, gosh, I'm going to just love this vehicle forever. But, but maybe rather than you buying that truck today, what if you were to put that same payment in a savings account for 10 or 15 months? Because six months down the road, you meet the love of your life mm. and you want to move out of mom and dad's basement and buy a house with your new wife. Mm. You can't do that because you've got a great big truck payment that okay. you're carrying, right? So that to me is an example of what would not be a blessing. But on the other side of that is that same young guy. He's got some money saved up. He meets the love of his life. They want to spend their life together forever, right? Uh -huh. And they saved up some money and the bank's able to help them finance their very first home. Right. You know, isn't that great blessing, you know, uh -huh. to have that first home? So that's that's how I look at those, you know, consumer type requests. And on the small business side, it is much more kind of technical is, 
is this loan going to make me more than it costs me? Okay. Right. So you think about a house that I'm buying to rent, an investment property is a great example of that because we have a lot of people that do that. Well, is my payment going to be less than what rents I'm going to receive for that mm-hmm. house, right? If you're upside down, your payment exceeds the rent amount, then you're really it's not a great investment, is mm-hmm. it? So that's that's kind of when you should borrow money is if it's a, for a business request, if it's going to make you money. And if it's a consumer, is this really going to bless my life? Is it going to improve my life in some way? Right. Good. I like the analogy there. Um, so how does a bank help you determine if a loan is a blessing or a curse? Right, okay. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so the way we look at that, the technical term is called ability to repay. You'll, okay. you'll may hear that in the news is kind of a buzzword and thing like that, things like that. But, but basically that is taking your income compared to your expenses and your other payments. And do you have enough room in your income to afford not only what you currently have, but the new payment that you're talking about taking on with the additional borrowings. So that's one way. And we also then look at kind of your past borrowing experience because, you know, I have young, a lot of children, four kids in my house, and they va- they vary in degrees of maturity, right? Uh-huh. So my oldest daughter, very mature. You would she's she's very trustworthy, and you would think, okay, she could be responsible in handling a payment. Uh, my son, for example, is wild, <laughs> and you know, I have to keep him on a pretty short leash. So he would he would be show a much less maturity with borrowing money. And so we, we try to look at that. And we look at your past credit performance and things like that. And then the purpose of the loan, what are you going to use it for? Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. And and then also the collateral or the, the items that you're going to be financing again. Think vehicle, home purchase, okay. home improvements, things like that. Great. So let, let's talk on the, the business side of things. If uh, a small business is going to request a loan, they make application for that. How does the go? How does the bank go about analyzing that for a small business? Absolutely. So we will we'll, we will look at multiple things. We'll look at um, you know the financial performance of the business. How well is the business doing as a whole? Just generally speaking, is it making money today? Are there some things that the customer needs to do to improve the performance? kind of outside of any potential loan request. So that's one the kind of where we start. Uh, then we would look at the cost of the investment. So what is it that they're buying? Is it a piece of equipment? Um, is it, a again, an investment property? Is it a building purchase? What is it that they're borrowing? And what will that be used for? Okay. You think about kind of a, a company, a biz, small business that may be renting space today. Well, they're growing. They need additional space. They want to either buy or build a building to operate out of. Well, how does that compare to what they're paying in rent or what they could go rent larger space for today, right? So that's kind of the cost of investment. And we also consider the cost of the borrowing. So again, that goes back to that interest rate and fees piece that we've talked about, that portion that the bank charges for using those funds today that you pay back over time. And then the final piece, again, is that the will you, well, does it make me money, right? That's the ultimate <laughs> question that I think a small business owner should ask every time they're considering borrowing money. Will this make me more than it costs me? Right. And again, the, the, the most straightforward example I can think of there is you're buying a, a property for an investment. You know, if that property rents for $1,200 a month and you've got $400 a month in expenses, grass cutting power, things like that. It'll, it'll net you $800. Well, if your payment is 
less than $800, it makes you money. Mm -hmm. If it's more than that, then you're, you're kind of going into the investment, losing money every, with every payment. Right. So that, that typically out, you know, in and of itself could be a bad investment. So that, that is how we here at Biltwell will analyze your small business loan request. Okay. So when I look at, um, rates and and the factors that sure what what affects my rate as a borrower whether I'm a consumer or whether I'm a small business owner what what affects that how do you decide what rate right well a lot of it is driven by you know you've heard of your credit score your fico score you'll hear a lot of different names for that that number um and all of that number is is basically a big complicated algorithm that is supposed to look at how you've paid for things in the past how you've used credit in the past as an indicator for how you'll you will perform with additional credit. So that's okay. that's really all that number tells us, right? You know, have you have you done a really good job using credit cards, for example, you know, paying them off, you know, paying more than the minimum payments, paying them on time, things like that. Um, so that's one big thing that drives that number. Again, we think about sort of on your existing credit, we look at those. So balances relative to the limit. So do you have you know a thousand dollar credit card that's got a nine hundred and ninety nine dollar balance? You know, you <laughs> that just has sat out there for months and months and months, or have you paid that down? Same thing if you've got HELOC or you know other business lines of credit. We're going to look at the activities on those. Other things that will affect that cost of the credit is how much cash or down payment do you have to go into the deal? You know, the mm -hmm. typically the more money that you put down on a loan, the better rate you can get. Okay. Right? That's a very important thing. And I, I would encourage everybody, you know, that that affects so many different pieces as far as the cost of that investment, how much interest you're going to pay over the life of that loan. All of those things will be driven by that down payment that you're, you come to the table with. Um, so that's very, very important. And another thing that that's going to drive that is the type of borrowing that you're wanting to do. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are loans that are going to be more risky just kind of by their nature and less risky by their nature. And that's more risky for the the bank and not the borrower, correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so that determines the rate that we would charge. So for example, if you have a, a loan that is secured by real estate, you know, real estate is attached. There's no moving that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so those are going to be lower rates than something, say a vehicle, or even if there's no collateral, what we would call an unsecured loan. You probably heard signature note or things like uh -huh. that, other terminology there. So those from from kind of lowest to highest and as far as the type of borrowing and type of collateral that you're using, that's that's going to drive that. And then the last thing I would say would be the the length of the loan. You know, right. Generally speaking, this is not always the case, but generally speaking, the longer the term, the higher the rate. Mm. Just as kind of a rule of thumb, but again, there are, there are a lot of other factors that go into that as well. Great, that's that's good information. So let me just ask you a few general questions as we work towards finishing up here. Um, how how can I, as a consumer, determine if a loan is going to benefit me? How how can right. I, as the individual person, know that it's going to be a blessing? Sure. Well, 
I would start out, I always advise consumer bars, start out with just a budget. Mm-hmm. You know, just just get you a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, if, if you're an Excel nerd, you know, do go get the <laughs> fanciest spreadsheet you can. Or if you're if you're not, then just get a piece of paper and write it down and start with, you know, how much money do I have coming in every month? Is it my paycheck? If I have other income, things like that. You know, that that goes right at the top. And then go look through your checking account and see what other expenses you're currently paying. You know, the basic okay. stuff, power bill, water bill, uh, internet bill, you know, all of those kind of things kind of come out of that. Well, at the end of that, you have a, a number that's left. Hopefully it's positive, uh, right? Not right. negative. But, and then, you know, compare that to the loan that you're wanting to take out. Say I, I want a new vehicle. I'm, I'm driving around in a, in a pretty old junky car right now. And I have just, I'm drooling every time I drive by the car lot. Um, but for me, I, I think about what I have coming out again, all, all the children I have in my house, you know, when I'm getting ready to go off to college, I think, well, do I want a new car payment or do I want to have a little bit of wiggle room every month? So <laughs> yeah, that's kind of another thing to do. And you can always, the, the easiest way I'll tell you that if you go out to the, to the internet and search for a loan calculator, mm-hmm. you can plug in a loan amount. It'll give you some suggested rates and you can use that payment again after you've done that budget and seen what, what you've got coming in, what you've got going out, what you've got left. And if you've got enough room where you're comfortable, again, kind of budgeting for unforeseen items, then that's one way to determine if that loan is a blessing for you. It also encourages you can go out. There's a lot of free resources to check your credit to make sure there's nothing bad out there because that really will drive the cost of any loan you get. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got some old collection items that you were unaware of or things like that, cleaning that up first will help a lot. Let me ask you one more question. Let's make this one on the business side. Let's say I, I want to start investing in rental property. Is there a an easy way or a practical way to know whether I would be paying too much for a property or not? Yeah. And this is, again, going to be really, really simple. And, and I've said it a couple of times, but I think it's great to say again, you know, just think about how much that property costs. Use that minus your down payment. And again, go out on the Internet, calculate a loan payment. And then compare that loan payment to what that property can rent for, less some kind of amount for expenses. Again, think property taxes, insurance, Mm -hmm. upkeep and maintenance. If that property, if you kind of run that again on a piece of notebook paper, however you want to do it, and that number at the end of the day is positive, at the bottom of that tally sheet is positive, then that's likely a good investment and the price is right. If that number is negative, then you could potentially be paying too much for that property. Okay, great. Well, Adam, thanks for your time today. It's been informative for me, and I appreciate you taking this time for our listeners as well. And to our listeners, thank you for sharing a few minutes of your day with us. Stay tuned for our next episode and follow a well-built podcast on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Don Griffin for Built Well Bank. Well-built communities start with well-built banks.